L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up on this Thursday edition, we're going to take a closer look at Thursday night football. Some interesting hot seat situations in the AFC North between the Steelers and the Browns we will discuss. Plus, we're going to have another edition of over-unders as well, too. We're also going to look into the NFL's decision behind the Mike Evans suspension. There's been a conspiracy theory that's been thrown out. Speaking of some other wild, scandalous stories, we got one. One in the NBA involving a head coach, and there's a lot of speculation going on. We're also going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It. We've got Albert Breer stopping by, and it's all yours. Coming up next here on a Thursday, Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Thursday morning. We appreciate you doing so. We're going to take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, and we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. And we are week three in the NFL. It is already upon us. Who's fired up for a little AFC North battle, huh? On a Thursday night. Streaming. Yeah. yeah. Hell Check yeah. it out. 
I mean, yeah, I kind of feel like there's a lot on the line here, right? There is. Yeah. You could have one guy, you know, getting replaced by someone else. Could have a head coach who might be on the hot seat, not talking Mike Tomlin. I mean, yeah, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of storylines around these games, and it's going to be interesting to see how this one plays out. Uh, this, the, the short week or this early in the season, uh, past couple of weeks have been really interesting. Uh, so are you saying Stefanski or Matt Canada who's feeling mm. the heat? Mm. Uh, I think both. Okay. And, and I think depending on how things you know work out, and look, I don't think Stefanski should be, but that's a narrative that's out there. Is if this thing doesn't get off to a great start, you know, would there be a potential chance of there being changes in Cleveland? Now, it's hard to think that considering you have to think Kevin Stefanski was one of the people who signed on for the Deshaun Watson trade, and if you did, you would have had to say to ownership, "Hey, he might be suspended for half the year." You can't hold that against me if I'm playing with a backup quarterback. So I don't think that should be the case. But there is that narrative out there. That I just does, think – go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just saying, that does feel like it would be a Browns move. That uh, this, The crummy start for Cleveland. You got your quarterback who's suspended 11 games because he couldn't keep it together off the field. And then they're going to go ahead and, and punish the head coach because he's playing with the backup quarterback while they wait for Deshaun Watson to get there. That does feel like a little bit of a Cleveland Browns move. Just saying. No offense. Just some mm-hmm. pointing it out. It, it sounds like the, the drama of it – is is on both sides right you you have the idea of where where does pittsburgh go if they lose this game because they now go from being a feel-good story of getting a big win against seemingly uh the juggernaut of the Bengals, where we've since found out that they they're not off to the fastest quickest of starts so they got a lot going on there matt canada isn't isn't calling games the way that he needs to call games and let Big Ben tell it, you know, he's the he's the yeah. blame. He's the reason why Mitch Trubisky isn't doing well. And and whether people want to make it into a storyline about how selfish Ben Roethlisberger is or whatever narrative they want to create, there's a possibility, a strong possibility that Ben Roethlisberger has a point that's well taken. Wait, now, that's well, not. How, how does Ben Roethlisberger take the blame for this? Explain that to me. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Well, Ben Ben Roethlisberger basically said that Matt Canada is is to blame for Trubisky. So well, uh, I, it's. I, I'm not going to debate that, and it's not just yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. People have been saying that for a while. For, for I, I was while. hammering on right. that offense since last year. Well, it just kind of seems like it's it's provocative that that Ben Roethlisberger would say it because obviously. It would well, be there interpreted. Is stats and stuff that kind of back that up. And when you watch yeah. the tape, I mean, they're too talented a wide receiver not to have this group of wide receivers running around. Do more. Yeah. Do no more. one getting open. And, Very and true. And yards per attempt, things that people are bringing up that I just I think as you break down the Steelers' offense, there's, there's issues. I mean, clearly their offensive line's not as good as it used to be. But that's a group that I, I think plays a role in why maybe they can't have a deep you know, downfield passing game because they don't feel like they can hold up in protection, especially versus a team that is going to have Miles Garrett go tonight. You know, he was limited at some points this week, but he's, he's going to be able to go, and it's going to be a tough challenge. It's a drama. However, however it, it's being debated or however it's being looked at, it's a drama, and, and it gets worse if they lose this game tonight. I mean, you go you go to one and potentially what one and three, with with what you have going on on the season, 
And and one of these teams has to deal with that because you have the same type of drama building up in in Cleveland because they can't win. Now, now here's the interesting thing about Cleveland. Everyone seems to have created the, the drama and the narrative around when when Deshaun Watson gets back. It's all about make it to when Deshaun Watson gets back, when he gets back, when he gets back. Well, again, now that sets up for even bigger drama because as good as Deshaun Watson could possibly be in playing when he comes back, that does not necessarily mean that it equates to this team having some type of amazing turnaround on their season as if they're setting up Deshaun Watson to be the savior of the team. I think that's a tremendous recipe, an even more tremendous recipe for disaster in so many regards. So to me, this is a big game. It's a big game because it's a divisional game. It's second divisional game for, for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Have the Cleveland Browns, I don't think the Cleveland Browns have played in division yet. My, my my memory serves me no. correctly. No, no, right. they haven't. This is their no, first one. Yeah. So, in, in a way, this could be a decent feel-good story for Cleveland, and it could be a decent feel-good story for Pittsburgh because both of them need a divisional win. Pittsburgh, having been in the, the situation of skidding, could actually be at two wins within the division and possibly, I, I mean, need I say, they might be at the top of the NFC or the AFC North if they win that game because Baltimore lost. Um, but Baltimore didn't lose within the division, but they did lose in the AFC, which doesn't really matter. But I just think that Pittsburgh needs this game big time. Cleveland needs this game big time. And the way these fan bases work and the way the media works in both of these cities, I think there's going to be a lot, a lot of pressure that comes out of this game for the team that loses. Well, I think Cleveland's fan base is going to be on better behavior considering they threw a, a bottle of Yingling at the owner when he was trying to walk off the field uh, a couple of days ago. Oh, it was ago. a bottle of Yingling. It, I, it's I mean, confirmed? I'm assuming. Yeah, I mean, I'm assuming it's a bottle you, of Yingling. You better think a they would be selling, they'd be selling a Pottsville PA beer yeah. in that stadium? You think they'd be doing that in Cleveland? L- listen, for I got insiders in uh, the great state of Ohio who have said they have seen <laughs> Yingling in and around the state of Ohio Yingling. from time to time. Yeah, I'm so not I'm, saying it's not in the entire state of Ohio. I'm just saying it seems unlikely that's what they'd be selling at the game in Cleveland. In the who knows? Mm-hmm. It could have been a troll job. They could have snuck in a yingling and said, be more like Pittsburgh and thrown a yingling at, uh, at mm-hmm. the owner when he walked off the field. I'm just saying yeah, it's not I'm above not seeing that happening. Yeah, I'm not seeing uh, that happening. What do you guys think is more likely? Do you think it's more likely that Matt Canada loses play calling duties first or they make a change at quarterback? What do you think happens first? It's going to be the quarterback first because that's how it works Jeez. usually with the coaching hierarchy. You know, they're going to make the change of the position first, and then Mike Tomlin might eventually look and go, oh, wait, wait a second, it's, it's just our play caller. I mean, <laughs> J.T. O'Sullivan's got an account on Twitter where he basically broke down the Steelers' offense, and, and he's putting a lot of things out there and, and, and questioning a lot of things that Matt Canada is doing. And I think if you watch the past couple of weeks – Bad. You'll see that like separation is hard to come by. There's a lot of things that are hard to come by. And, and again, unless you're in those meeting rooms, you don't know how these guys are being coached. You don't know what exactly they're saying. But it does seem like this offense is having a harder time drawing things up, getting guys open, as compared to, let's just say, Philadelphia, for example. And when you look at what the Eagles and Jalen Hurts have done. And I'm not s- trying to say that you know, the Pittsburgh Steelers roster is identical to Philly. 
because their offensive line isn't. Philly might have the best offensive line in the NFL. Pittsburgh's not that. They're probably bottom half. But as far as talent of wide receiver, I think there's some comparable comparisons. You know, when you look at the Chase Claypools and Deontay Johnson and, and guys like George Pickens and what he looks like he could be or Pat Fryermuth at tight end, they have those, that talent. Mitchell Trubisky can run zone reads and do some of those RPOs that, A, he did in college, and then, B, you're seeing that Jalen Hurts have success with in Philly. I just don't know why this offense looks eerily similar to what they were doing with Ben Roethlisberger when you have a quarterback who's a completely different athlete. <laughs> I mean, if you look at it, like one of the biggest gripes that I see when, I, when you look at all these reports, what people are saying is, oh, look at the yards per attempt, the, the yards per attempt. People will geek out on stats. And they're blown away by the fact that Pittsburgh is like 31st in net air yards per attempt. And what that means for the layman out there is it's, it's how far the ball actually goes downfield on an attempt. They're measuring like where that ranks amongst other teams. And so Pittsburgh's 31st, meaning they're throwing a bunch of short passes, or at least more than, you know, 30 other teams in the NFL. I sit there and look at that and I go, okay, let's do a little more research. What were you guys last year? Oh, 29th. Mm. And so you're trying to, you know, put this on who? Trubisky? You're trying to, I mean, who are you trying to put this on? This has been your offense. In fact, you haven't been top 10 in the NFL since 2018. Mm. And so, like, that's why I don't understand is this goes back even past Matt Canada. It goes back past even Randy Fittner um, to a better time in Pittsburgh's offense. Like, this has been a, an offense that struggled because of their offensive line. And at least in the past two years with Matt Canada calling plays, they just have not had that downfield passing game. But they haven't had it for a while. And so it's just surprised that Pittsburgh Steeler fans would be upset when this has been what you've been watching for four years, it's, it's not Mitchell. It's not Ben. I mean, it's a combination of things. But I, I think this one's an interesting one tonight because if they don't play well, you could see an extended week of preparation then for Kenny Pickett. And it's still early enough in the season where they can make a move and try to come back and be a wild card team or win the AFC North division. So there's a lot riding on tonight. It's, but what does it's it mean reasons. for Kenny Pickett? Well, yeah, I just said it. I mean, I, I think it means that there's a better chance that if, if Trubisky doesn't play well, you get a longer week of preparation yeah, for Kenny no, Pickett no. the following I week. Get, I get that part of it. But what does that mean for Kenny Pickett from your it means perspective? He's walk into a tough situation. You know, right. I, that's, and I, I think there's a lot of other, you know, rookie quarterbacks. Like, you look at Atlanta right now. That offense that Arthur Smith's running is designed for really Marcus Mariota. You know, I'm not saying Desmond Ritter can't run some zone reads and RPOs, but – you're seeing a lot of them do that because that plays the Marcus Mariota strength. They kind of have to because they're, they're a bit devoid of being able to have a traditional NFL offense and succeed. So uh, I, I'm not saying it sets Kenny up to fail, but he's going to have to go in there and use his legs more, scramble around, make some plays, create, because that's what you're seeing on film. It looks like Velcro out there <laughs> where Pittsburgh Steelers wide receivers are stuck to the guy across from him. Mm. Oh, man. Mm. That's uh, going to be a lot of fun tonight. It's week three. We're going to have some over-unders, by the way, coming up later on as we get ready for week three of Thursday night football. Uh, who knows? Maybe a little bit of uh, an over-under on how many streaming issues are going to happen. You never know. It is Thursday night in week three of the NFL, and this is Two Pros and a Cup of Joe. Brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how with Discover you can redeem your rewards 
rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing. Learn more at discover.com slash redeem rewards. Terms apply. All right, so we're going to have the usuals again. Uh, over-unders coming up later on. We're going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It. Albert Breer stopping by later on in the show as well, too. It is a three-hour extravaganza here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, we do have a situation developing in the NFL, and there is a conspiracy, a small little conspiracy theory that is behind a major decision that was made for this weekend in the National Football League. It's yours right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Do you love Selena? Like, really love Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to Stan, the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here. You What's can hang out with us as always uh, on the iHeartRadio app. He's, he's ba- anybody who's ever seen Canelo fight, he always has one parting shot for the fans before he leaves the ring. And that's basically a portion of what Roberto is saying, which oh. we can't repeat on the air because our... Yeah, it's just... <laughs> 
Oh, he's still talking. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on here. Uh, but we are coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. In a little over 20 minutes from now, we've got the latest scandal in the world of sports that a lot of people are speculating on. We will have that for you here. Uh, and want to let you know we are brought to you by NHTSA. Any first responder will tell you, never try to beat a train after braking. It can take a mile for a train to completely stop. So when you come to a rail crossing, stop because trains can't. All right, so the Tampa Bay Buccaneers got news it's not a surprise we talked about it yesterday the Mike Evans one game suspension has been upheld so therefore the National Football League has said we appreciate uh, you guys trying to point out that he was ejected from the game and and all the other things that come along with it but Mike Evans still suspended for a game they even warned Bruce Arians about his sideline behavior so the NFL uh, reached out and said uh, they need to cool it when it comes to the sideline behavior I'm still waiting to see whether or not anybody from New Orleans has been punished because the, the way this punishment has been handed down, it makes it seem like uh, Tampa Bay was out there bullying the New Orleans Saints, who were a willing participant in the whole uh, the whole scuffle that took place over the weekend. Supposedly, Bruce Arians was uh, encouraging Mike Evans to go out there. <laughs> I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, the, my first question is, why is Bruce Arians on the sideline? Was he on the sideline week one? No, I didn't see him. <laughs> I didn't either. So I, that's kind of curious why he's down there. You know, maybe there's some extra hatred or something out there. But um, look, the big question is like this week's matchup for me because it's one of those matchups that you seldom see in NFL history. Like you have two of the most decorated quarterbacks. In fact, these are, I think, with, with their accomplishments, we've never seen a matchup like this. Um, or at least it, it's probably tied at the top, you know, where you've got a guy who's, what, four-time Super Bowl MVP in Tom Brady, uh, second-most MVPs in the NFL and Aaron Rodgers squaring off. And this matchup is no longer about them. I mean, maybe how they're going to overcome some of the deficiencies, right? Like Green Bay doesn't have a guy who's identified himself as the number one guy, and the Packers are going to be without Mike Evans. They're, they're going to be without Godwin. And um, you look at the wide receiver position. I mean, Tom Brady's sliding in Cole Beasley's DMs just so <laughs> that they can trigger, try to figure out some bodies to get out there and throw to. And so instead of seeing this like tremendous what could be back-and-forth game, we're probably going to be two, getting two teams who are playing great defense and running the football uh, between these two Hall of Fame quarterbacks. So it, that's what hurts me. It's like, it's like seeing a matchup that what, what could have been and, and the fact that it might be the very last time we get a chance to see this. You got you got two you you have two teams that are in very, very interesting I say interesting territory. The Tampa Bay Bucks, they, they seem to be good and and on their way to obviously having a solid year. I mean, there is the nostalgia connection to, to this game watching those two quarterbacks. I think this is a tremendously big game, probably more of a bigger game to Green Bay for for more more reasons than it just being against one of the greatest to ever do it in Tom Brady. There you know, there are already two divisional games into their their schedule and into their season, which is pretty I mean, that's pretty interesting to be so early in the season yet you've played two divisional games and they've split. So I think this is important, you know, that they they kind of solidify that that they're on the right track with with where they're at with things being at one and one. Uh, I really think that it's uh, 
I think it's a, a a pretty pretty big game for Green Bay because Minnesota since showed that they could be dismantled, and <laughs> and and so and and the Buccaneers, you know, the Buccaneers are vulnerable, so you're not getting Tampa Bay's best shot, so to speak. And what does that mean for Green Bay to be able to have a legitimate uh, chance of slowing them down on the defensive side of the ball? And what can they do to to culminate what they're able to possibly do on the defensive side of the ball with with their offense? So to me, this could go this could go a couple different ways. It could be a really really great moment for Green Bay, maybe even a turn turn the season into an interesting one very very early, and get to that two on one against Tampa Bay. Or I think that this is one of those games that could create some some real criticism and some real scrutiny that comes down the lane in, in Green Bay. And it makes me curious as to if that does happen, who is that Who is that scrutiny? Who is that, uh, you know, who are they going to look at and, 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 and say, you are the reason for this team being off to a one and two start, a slow start, not to panic at one and two, but still, I would assume that there will be questions that would follow a game where Green Bay ends up being at one and two against a vulnerable team in Tampa Bay. Does Brady look like the guy he was last year? And we're talking in the MVP conversation. A lot of people think he should have won it, even though Rodgers won it. Does he look like that same guy this year? Or is it too difficult to tell because of all the injuries, not only at wide receiver, but also on the offensive line, uh, you know, most of which took place before the season started? Is it still kind of or who, is Bruce Arians not being there, even though, you know, Byron Leftwich was calling plays last year, according to, to everybody involved? Like, does he look does it look like the same quarterback that he was last year when he was playing at an MVP level through two games well no but again I mean the wide receiver position has played a bigger role as anything and we knew the offensive line could be a potential issue too coming into the season so I, I think there's a lot to point to um, I mean even, even just the fact that you know you don't have Bruce Arians down there you know overseeing things and I'm not saying that he was even calling plays and had that big of an interest or impact on Byron Leftwich, but I think the receiver situation, as well as the offensive line, have kind of led you to almost this, this, this space of it's almost like he's back in New England. Like yeah. you're, you're having to find <laughs> different ways of game planning to win football games, and, and that's fine because look, their defense has been lights out, and they can run the football, and those are two things you can hang your hat on while your wide receivers get healthy and while the offensive line you know starts to mesh at least in pass protection. I would say through week one, he would have been in the conversation. I think that defensively New Orleans did an excellent job against them they were able to get get it going in the fourth quarter but it didn't look good so it's kind of like a split like I don't think he's not in the conversation I just don't think that after last week you know it it, I mean mean, let's think about one offensive touchdown right yeah yeah but he he moved him he moved him yeah 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 yeah, well, he has a passed over 212 yards in any, any, any either game. I mean, they, they, they've struggled it, mightily offensively. But he did break 200 in passing. Now, he did turn the ball over, but he did break 200 in passing. I, I would just say he's not out of the conversation. He's just not in it like a Josh Allen would be in it. I mean, Josh or, or Allen Patrick is Mahomes clearly or, – Or Pat Herbert. Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. Or maybe yeah. Lamar or even Tua. I mean, Tua's leading the league in passing right now. Yeah. 
But Jay, it, it, again, Hurts. that's like a Kentucky Jim Derby Hurts. type deal. I yeah. mean, if, if you're looking at it from from that angle, I mean, how sustainable is it for some of those guys that we just named? I mean, all those guys, I think. I mean, look at with Tyreek Hill and, and Jalen Waddle. I mean, they're they're doing something that's just different. I mean, that speed they have is so different. Like, it's not going to go away unless, again, caveat here, but it's analysis, unless those two receivers get hurt, right? Like, you cannot teach that sort of speed that when you're watching on tape, you go, no one else looks like this. So I I think it's sustainable in Miami. I think it's sustainable in in, uh, Philadelphia with the guys they got and what Hurts is doing. I mean, obviously, Buffalo, Kansas City, I mean, we've seen that. Like, those teams are going to be doing what they're doing. So I I think it's going to be tough to even think about him as a part of that race, really both these quarterbacks, unless they start putting up some of those numbers, bigger performances. Because right now, you know, I, I wouldn't say like, again, you know, Tom Brady's done it. He's helping his team win. But it's largely about the two defenses, how they've played in the rushing attacks more so than I think it is either quarterback. And that's not an indictment on Rodgers. It's just there's – I mean, Christian Watson's dropping wide open passes. You know, it, it, it's tough right now for them to find those passing yards and that production out there. Uh, did you guys I don't see, disagree with that. Did you guys see the uh, conspiracy that was thrown around there? So uh, John Runyon Sr., uh, he's the president of Rules and Policy Administration for the NFL. His son plays for the Packers, and there were some people that threw out the notion that potentially uh, the Mike Evans suspension was because uh, John Runyon Sr., uh, his son, was playing Mike Evans in the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers this upcoming week. So some well, the problem with that theory is James Thrash is actually who held I, out on the uh, appeal. Hey, look, I don't yeah. buy into the conspiracy. But well, no, no, I'm just saying, like, it, it, it went to appeal. It could have easily been, you know, turned over and everything else. But I, I think they're going based on the history of Mike Evans and all that and the fact that, he, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, he left the sidelines to, you know, come out and he do what he did. He definitely did. I just want to know what the fine amounts are going to be. Like I, I did some, because I, there was also the report um, yesterday that Mike Evans, the way his contract was is was structured for this upcoming season, he's actually not getting fined anywhere close to what everyone initially thought the original fine was going to be. So that's good, but he's missing a game after he already got ejected from one. I'm just curious to see how New Orleans is going to be punished because I haven't seen anything in the way of a, a punishment handed down. So I'm assuming when the fines come out in the next couple of days then then new orleans will start they're going to get, gonna uh, have fines the they're going to be guys that get fined but i mean is that what you're looking for i don't I, no one's getting suspended clearly from yeah. it you know Lattimore's most likely playing. i'm assuming he's playing his business as usual so but he'll get a fine there'll be a few guys that were in that melee that'll get fined so i mean you you may ha- i'm sure you'll hear about it but uh, you know it is what it is with that, yeah. right? It's kind of like moving on because it's not, it's not like there's a, a significant, um, you know, loss or or altering of of their team based off of anyone's actions during that moment. Hey, by the way, Eddie, are you ready for uh, the Kenny Pickett experience, or you think Matt Canada's got to get clipped? All right, you make the call here, Steeler fan. Let's go. Oh, I, I don't thinking? think there's any doubt that they would quarterback change before coaching staff change. So yeah, Kenny, two gloves. I'm ready. Let's do it. Hmm. Going to go two. Even in this uh, these conditions, going to go two gloves. I think uh, he, go, he goes two gloves at all times from what I, yeah, I mean. It's, it's like Good a Kurt Warner thing. You know, he, he's, you know, he went that road. He's not going back, you know.
So there it is. Uh, so we yeah. will hopefully get uh, maybe we'll get a little Kenny P experience here uh, on uh, Thursday night football with uh, with Amazon Prime as they uh, continue to deal with more people bitching about streaming issues uh, with them. Although they did say they had a bunch of record signups for people that wanted to get involved to watch Thursday night football. So uh, so it's not all bad news for yeah, what uh, they say. It was like the most in a three hour period they've ever had. Yeah. Because everyone was scrambling, they go, "Oh my God, uh, you know, a gun to my head, I guess I have to pay the eight ninety nine or fourteen ninety nine whatever it is to get Amazon Prime, so it's just another uh, another cost to it, but people have to have it and then if you're in the local market, they're just going to be showing all the games locally, like last week, I'm assuming because yeah. we got to see it in l a got so to see it in kansas city is there, is there a chance that there's going to be a fan out there who's so against streaming? They just fly to whatever city or market is playing great for Thursday point. Night Football to watch. Th- that is a great point. Could it's you like imagine Mar- that? It's like Marlins, man. He's got the money to fly to any yeah. major and yeah. major league baseball game that there is. So any big baseball game, he's there. So, yeah, I guess if you're just one of these people who's got the money to fly around, if you've got one of those Bezos crank shuttles and you can get from place mm. to place every week, why not? That a we crank don't have to shuttle pay for it. can take you from place to place? I think so. Dang. I mean, it can, get, it can take you up to, to space. I would assume it can get you to, like, the Midwest if you needed to go there to watch a game. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be, it'd be more funny if, we, if someone was, like, so frustrated with just how to actually sign up for Amazon Prime that they're just like, I'll just book a ticket and fly to Cleveland. I'll just, I'll, I'll just go there to watch the game. I'll be at a Harry, I'll be at a Harry Buffalo somewhere <laughs> eating a bison burger just watching the game at the bar. Wait, hold on a second. A what? A Harry yeah, a bison Buffalo? burger. Yeah, it's a restaurant, and we don't need to, like, dive into the gutter there. It's just it's well, a no, restaurant. I'm, it's a good I'm just bar. Asking. It's got great bison burgers and good Who? food and stuff, yeah. There, there, it's a national chain, a Harry Buffalo is it's a restaurant? It's not a national chain. It's a restaurant. It is, okay. They have in multiple locations in Cleveland, though. Wow. The, Cle- the Clevelanders know, bro. Never heard of them. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. The, the it's not an Buffalo. L.A. thing, you know. It's not one of those, you know. Well, of course it's not. Things. Yeah, because yeah, you need to uh, you need a mask while you're inside. So, of course not. Not in uh, Harry Buffalo, no. No, definitely not in the Harry Buffalo. Oh, interesting. <laughs> Although, based on this offseason, that seems like the appropriate restaurant in Cleveland. I'm just saying, with all the stories that have come out, it does feel like the appropriate one there giggity, in Cleveland. Giggity, giggity, so, giggity. The Harry Buffalo. I had no idea. Didn't know that was a place. Uh, all right, it is two pros and a cup of Joe, Six Fox Sports is. Radio. Yeah, it is. We are. <laughs> Damn right Penn we State. are. Yeah. By the way, are they on a bye this week, Penn State? I mean, kind of, sort of. Okay. If you want to call it that. They're right. playing. Yeah. who they, Who's Penn State got this week? I don't know. Okay. Well, listen. <laughs> Whoever it is, they'd win. Uh, it is uh, two pros and a cup of joe from the TireRack.com studios. Central All right. So coming up, um, we are going. Yeah, that's a win. Uh, uh, it's a win. Who are those? Could the be closer Canucks. than 26 points. Just saying. Mm. Is that hmm. the Canucks? What, who, what are Central Michigan? <laughs> are they the Chippewas? The Chippewas. <laughs> Central yeah. Michigan Canucks? Yeah. Where do you think they're at? I don't know. Canada? In Central Michigan. Okay. They that's both play far, hockey in those places. You know? They do. They definitely do. Michigan and, and Canada. Yep. I was going to say Canada. <laughs> That's right. We'll okay. clean it up post-show. No, um, I, did, well, right. I didn't say it. I mean, it's all right. Uh, coming up next, though, we do have a scandal. All right, anybody that's a big fan of scandals in the world of sports, we've got the latest one. There's a lot of innuendo going on out there about what actually took place. We'll get into that for you next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byer, and we have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, yeah, you already know. You already know. (laughs) Dublin, Ohio, early 2000s. Got on like a cut-off sleeved hairy buffalo t-shirt. He won in like a rib-eating contest. Oh, no. He's got... I don't think they have ribs there. Incline press, dumbbell press to be exact. One tens in each hand. Chalk all over the floor, mm. ripping out three sets of eight. How does sound? Come on, Jonas. Come on. Let's go. <sighs> yeah, Jonas. Come on. Give me one more. <sighs> oh, you got a whole bunch more. Come on. Let's go. <sighs> yeah. Come on. Come on. Push. Push. <sighs> yeah, Jonas. Yeah. <sighs> Woo. <sighs> <sighs> 
last one, last one, last one. And then throws him on the ground. Got blisters on his palm the size of silver dollars. Doesn't care. Start defense. Plays at the table. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't even care. And then goes out, pat and go. Right? Mm. One last thing to cool off as we get you set up for, uh, for a nice little uh, high school or college football season. You pick, you pick your poison here. That's what it's like throwing down in Dublin, Ohio when you're the sponsor for EAS. Mm. Know what I mean? We are that. No, no I, I don't. Uh, two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. By the way, coming up uh, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now, you're going to hear somebody uh, backtracking on some comments they didn't need to backtrack on. That is an NFL player. We will have some fun with that. Before we get to another edition of In Case You Missed It, want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. We could talk about how complicated other banks make it to redeem credit card rewards, or we could talk about how at Discover you can redeem your rewards for cash in any amount at any time. I mean, talk about amazing, learn more, discover.com slash redeem rewards terms apply sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it and for that we turn it over to our executive producer lee lap right you guys and in case you missed it because it was late breaking news last night Boston Celtics head coach Ime Udoka is facing uh, disciplinary action and a significant suspension after having an improper intimate and consensual relationship with a female member of the team staff it's been deemed a violation of franchise code of conduct <laughs> what is Birdo yan about I mean and, and at Teddy's point, there were some people that were speculating uh, a year-long suspension. Like, like maybe this is a... I, I don't, it just feels like this is a little bit more to just a cut-and-dry, some sort of relationship that he had with somebody. Feels like this is pretty, uh, pretty significant. There's been other situations like this. I don't recall anybody being punished or suspended for a lengthy amount of time just feels like there might be a little bit more to this story i don't know call me crazy you could be right about that because they're definitely that would not be the first time that a coach or player or part of the staff would have had these type of dealings in fact look no further than washington look look into the the books you know look into those emails i'm I'm sure there's some gig get a get a Giddy, 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 giddy in there. Yeah. 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 I, giddy up. I, I, I don't doubt that this has obviously taken place before. I think we, we've all heard of stories or know that from firsthand experience. I mean, there's just got to be more to what exactly took place. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's it, that's one of the biggest differences. But, I mean, look, it, I've, I've had bosses that they obviously want to want to create diversity in the workplace, but that's one of their concerns is, is you know, when you – you know, put, uh, you know, a successful, you know, good-looking woman, good-looking man in the same room. And, you know, sometimes things tend to happen. I mean, I, I just I, – I hate to point that out, but, like, I've had a boss tell me before, like, if you don't provide that, you know, that, that opportunity, it probably isn't going to happen, at least not in the workplace. So I I know that may sound tough for people to hear out there because everyone wants to create more diversity, truth. more opportunity, but it's the truth. I yeah. mean, honestly, I, I just – you know, that's the tough part about it is, um, 
And, and by the way, if they're both single, there's nothing wrong with that, but it's got to be warranted and wanted on, on, on both sides of it. So maybe that's more of the issue with some of those. Mm. Well, uh, the thing that people are giving Ime Udoka a, a hard time about is that he's actually either, I think he's engaged to Nia Long, who is uh, an actress. Mia, and, Mia uh, Long. Are, are you sure? I thought it was okay. Uh, no, it's all right. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, okay, yeah. I just wanted to make sure. Not for long. But, okay, but Not he is. Uh, Not for he long is, now. Yeah. <laughs> but he's engaged, so of course there's that element that's been added to it. But it, when you're coming off a finals appearance, he did as well as he did in year one, and they're talking about a year-long suspension. There's got to be more to it. And when Adrian Wojnarowski had the original report that came out, everyone was speculating, what could it be? And then Sham Sharania came out afterwards and was like, no, he had an improper relationship. So it just feels like more and more of this is going to start to leak out as the days come on. And uh, and then we get to wait to see how it plays out. But bikes, not good. Not good. What else we got, Lee? Guys, in case you missed it, uh, former Seahawks linebacker KJ Wright joined the Richard Sherman podcast and uh, had this to say about the their former teammate Russell Wilson. He was not held to the same accountability as the rest of us. You bashing the defense. I need you to at least mention his name in the team meme room. But there wasn't enough years difference for the accountability thing to be like that. Well, he was young. It's like, well, he was a year younger than us. When you got 52 guys being held to a certain standard, you got one guy not being held to the standard, then it's going to cause some friction. After a while, it had to get to the point where he chose Russ or the defense. And after the Super Bowl loss, he kind of made it pretty clear who he was choosing. Uh, wow. So there was uh, <laughs> airing out dirty laundry together. Huh? Yeah, the interesting thing is like, well, but y'all just went back to support Pete in playing against them. That, that's yeah. what was interesting about that. They and they, I think they pointed out in the interview. They were like, you know, it took Pete ten years to acknowledge that he did it basically wrong. And so that's why I think all those guys went back to support Pete Carroll. And it, it, it's funny to me how. All of this stuff with Russell Wilson has started to come out. I mean, we're two weeks into the season, and the impression you get of Russell Wilson is completely different from what we thought for a long time in Seattle. And I, I, was Pete Carroll just biting his tongue for, for an entire decade and then just wanted to let it be known after he left? Is there sour grapes? It just feels like a lot of people are worn out with, with old Russell Wilson there. You know, Mr. Unlimited. So not there. Yeah, it's too bad. You know, hey, but they they never got over that that uh, interception from the one yard line. They never. Well, got how over could that. you? Yeah. How how could? It? Do you think Atlanta's ever going to get over the twenty eight to three lead they blew never. in the Super Bowl? Never. No. And, and by the way, I don't think it's going to ever happen again where a team comes back from that. At least not at the point in time in which they were up like that. Yeah. So a lot of a uh, lot of scar tissue there. But we've got hour two of the program here on a Thursday coming up next year. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. I'm Diosa. 
And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 